Hi, everybody. This is Mitch Weissman, Beatlemania and Kiss fame. You're listening to Shout It Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. right we're back with episode 52 of dorm damage and this week we're back following up on one of our most favorite and interesting topics that we did last year zeus what's going on this week so we did road trip with top 10 artists that was episode 28 yep so we have a million artists that we love so what is the next 10 yep of artists we would grab so we were thinking more aligned, like, what is our favorite artist? Well, we already kind of did it in the last one. Yeah. And so with this now, what we're doing is, if you think about it, right, we're 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 going to the next 10 artists, take out those. Yep. Um, the other part to this is I was as I was saying to Tom, like, I'm thinking of it as like you gotta have at least three to four albums of theirs. So last time, self-imposed rule. Every artist I have, I basically have every fucking song they've ever done. So, yep, me too. Next, and that that and that kind of applies to this list here, the next 10 for me. I have No, not for me, not for me. Okay, no, that's fine. No, that's but fine. I have a self-imposed like I have to have at least 3 or 4 of their albums. Yeah. So, one of them I'll explain to you when it comes up, but Zepp, so this was our list last time. Yep. So, um I had Elvis Zeppelin, George Jones, Alice in Chains, Eagles, Rainbow Nirvana, Guns N' Roses, Tim McGraw, and the country artist Kelly Willis that I'm yep. a fan of. Yep. Uh, Tom, your list. Yep, I had. So we kind of had another self-imposed rule. We left Kiss off the list so we could cheat and leave that spot for somebody else. So my list was Zeppelin, Steely Dan, Rush, Metallica, A Tribe Called Quest, Prince, Alice in Chains, Beastie Boys, Foo Fighters, and Elton John. All right. Yep. So we're on a road trip. We're taking some uh, music with us. Yep. This is the catalog of the people we are taking. Yes. So um, last week we did um, on the Shout It Out Loudcast, we did best sixth kiss track. Uh, and I believe you started off. So let's start this one off. I'll go first this time. So I try to mix it up. It's a road trip, me, right? Me you don't too. want the same genre the whole time. Yep. It's, it's okay to mix up your music. If you like music, you like music. It doesn't have to be, I only like hair metal, grunge, classic rock, whatever your, your fix is. Yep. Um, so I like to mix my things up. So this doesn't, this isn't in any order. Like this isn't, uh, you know, artist 20 or artist 11. Um, I am taking for this road trip the great rat. Ooh, all right. So I go from even EP debut out of the cellar, you know, basically all the way through to detonator. Yep. And no, again, this, me, is, no. this is what I'm talking about. Like, I don't yeah. have any of this shit afterwards. Yep. <laughs> and so I, I go to detonator. That's enough albums for me to say, yeah, this is one of my artists I want to take. 
Yeah. And so, as I said, it's not in any order. So rat's not my 11th, just missing right. the top yeah. 10. Yeah. And it's not right. my 20th. It's just whatever. Yep. I'm just thinking the next artist. Yeah. I'm doing the exact same thing. And I guess we'll get it out of the way now. Duplicate oh. rat is in my list too, brother. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yep. All right. So we both have rat. Uh, it just LA hair metal at its finest sleaze. I can listen through. All those albums up to Detonator straight through without skipping shit. So to me, with a lot of these bands, you know, and this isn't like kind of like breaking news or anything, but there are certain bands where I just love the sound of the band. Even songs that I might not like, I just like the vocals or the melody or the guitar crunch. Rat is just one of those bands. Even if it's not a song I love, I just love the sound of Rat. Yep. And, and And that's what it comes down to with pretty much all these bands on my list. All right, the second artist that I'm throwing in the six CD changer or shuffle on uh, (laughs) my iPhone, I'm going classic rock now. Okay. And with classic rock, I'm going to take Credence Clearwater Revival. Nice. Basically anything. And I almost want to put Slash John Fogarty. Yep. Anything he does, I can listen to his vocals. I can listen to his guitar. I, I just love the sound of that fucking band. Yep. Just basic R&B style rock and roll that is so fun to sing along with in a car. Combined with no his voice, around. too. Oh, my God. But they're, they're a perfect example of what I was saying. You just want to you just love the sound of that band. Oh, yeah. If you're alone in the car, I'm blasting out, looking out my back door. Uh, Down like, on the corner with yeah. Willie and the Poe Boys. <laughs> Yeah, just blasting down on the corner. Who's not blasting that? If you have a nickel, won't you lay your money? Won't you lay your money down? Exactly. Yes. Oh my God! You can this uh, like I said, Tombstone Shadow, fucking yep. slide guitar all over the place. Oh, it's just his voice. Or how about if he all of a sudden center field comes up? Who doesn't wait for that part in center field when you're? Yep. It's gone, it's awesome. and you can kiss that one goodbye. That home run sound. Yep. Oh my god. Good stuff. Oh yeah. All right. My next one is uh, the a new band, or I should say, new. The friggin' first album came out twenty years ago, whatever. But this is a band I've seen in concert a few times. Oh. Wonderful, melodic, hard rock. Not sometimes, not even hard. Just one of probably my favorite voice right now in current rock music. Uh, they haven't made an appearance on ARC oh. yet. They might. I don't know yet, but I'm going with Shinedown. I have every album. I have every album in their entire discography. Shinebox? Okay, go get your Shinebox. <laughs> For new bands, uh, Brent Smith's vocals are one of my favorite vocals ever of any genre. Just a soaring, amazing voice. Uh, it's sometimes it would be like disposable post-grunge rock or whatever you want to call it, but I love it. Uh, some of the stuff is really, really fantastic. I've, again, I've seen them twice in concert, and I have everything that they've ever put out, and they're another band that I just love the sound of them, so they're on my list for sure. I have no, no one song of theirs. That's okay. Well, you will soon. <laughs> you will soon. Anything of theirs. It's all right. All right. Uh, number three, quite simply, I'm going back to the that style of classic rock hair metal shit, Yep, and that's Whitesnake. Oh, yes. I knew that would be there. I love the earlier, bluesier White Snake albums. I have them all. I've listened to them. As soon as um, 
uh, 87 white state came out. I went backwards. I bought slide yep. it in. And then all of a sudden I started getting, you know, everything from trouble to love Hunter to come and get it, uh, which I picked for ARC. Uh, I, I love that. Slide it in. Oh my God. The yep. guitarist. I love Bernie Marsden. I love Mick Moody, uh, uh, Neil Murray, Ian Pace and, and David Coverdale. That to me is white snake. The shit uh-huh. that came out afterwards. They have some great songs. Great albums. That's a different band. I yeah. don't know what that is. No, you're right. It's not the yeah. original White Snake, and they're still two different great bands. Yep. Uh, but White Snake altogether, definitely have it in. Nice. I knew that would be there. Um, for me, this is one that uh, I don't know if we can make this kind of exception of the rule, but it's an incarnation of a band with a particular lead singer that I would prefer over every over over the other lead singer. Although I do like some of that stuff, but for me, I'm going Bond Scott era ACDC, specifically Bond Scott. Yeah, I like Black and Black. I like For Those About to Rock, but after that, the Brian Johnson era kind of falls apart for me. ACDC with Bond Scott is just, you just can't fucking beat it for me. Again, another, you throw in any one of their albums and I'm listening to it start to finish. Yeah, I love ACDC. I think uh, Back in Black is almost a perfect album. Yeah, it is. Uh, I uh, agree. Patreon people, pick it, please. Because nobody, yeah, know, none of really. us want to waste our fucking pick on it. I, it's true. It's true. Um, but uh, after that, what I found is a lot of the Bonds, uh, non-Bond Scott albums, the Brian Johnson albums, just one or two good songs, and that's it. And the that's albums right. themselves are fucking throwaways. I agree. But the other Bond Scott had better albums. Oh, yes. Except for maybe Back in Black, and then you have a couple songs. They would release a video, and that would be the one song from that album. Yep. Whether it's uh, Heat Seeker or Flick of the Switch or Sink the Pink, but there's those always albums, like one song exactly, and that's but, it, right? Yeah, those, those albums are not good albums. Uh, who needs Who Made Who? Who Made Who, like yeah. That. But you um, go back and listen to like Powerage or uh, Let There Be Rock and obviously Highway to Hell and all that. I mean, uh, Dirty Deeds, fucking just insane stuff. Yeah. Yep. All right. So number four for me, uh, I'm going to go off the beaten path. Do it. I'm going to take one my only hip hop artist, and that is N.W.A. Yes, I can listen to that whole Dr. Dre tree all the way through, which goes down to Snoop, Eminem, MC Ren, and Ice Cube, and all that shit. But the original, uh, Straight Out of Compton, mm-hmm. uh, they there was an original one called Straight Out of Compton and Friends or whatever the fuck that one is. I have that on CD. Yeah, I have that uh, Straight Out of Compton. Uh, 100 miles and running EP. 100 miles and, and running. And then I'm fantastic. not going to say the other fucking. Yeah, the other title. one. The other one we're not going to say. Yeah. That. And even when they came back and did greatest hits and they added Chin Check. Yep. Oh, yeah. Easy E. That's probably yep. the best hip hop song after anything from NWA. I just love it. I think yep. it's fucking hilarious. I think the beats are incredible. Uh, the rat, I don't even know who's better than who. As much as Ice Cube is great, I love MC Ren in NWA. Yep. Dr. Dre knows how to drop his fucking beats and make it funny, a hook, catchy. And then you have fucking Easy E, who every time he comes in, you know, a street like that, beep, yep. you know me. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, fucking awesome. Yeah. Yep. Love that shit. Me too. Me too. All right. Next one is probably a little heavy on two to three albums. Uh, but this is an artist that I love, loved them since, you know, friggin', you know, I was a kid uh, and it's a band I still listen to today. Fatigue factor, of course, because you've been beaten over the head of a lot of their hits, but I'm going with journey at number on this list for me. 
Love Journey. Love. Them. I can I can live with Journey's greatest hits. I don't think I need to have one fucking album from. Them. Really? Okay. I don't have okay. any albums of theirs. Oh, okay. Think, oh, wow. Okay. I think if I listen to Journey's greatest hits, okay. What do I need? I don't. I'll I've t- never. I don't I know. Can, I've never heard anybody talking to me about deep cuts off a fucking Journey albums. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was just about to do that because the deep cuts off of Escape are fucking so underrated. The the first one, the title track, Escape. The song, Lay It Down. Mother, father, the, the incredible, but the, but that album. There you go. You're the first who's done it, right? But that album, and to its credit, gets so weighed down on those iconic, legendary hits. The same thing with Frontiers. So many hits. There's, there's such a hit band, like that. Like you said, it's like, well, what do I need to buy their albums for? Uh, if you like those hits, the albums are, are worth it because they they just have a fantastic do sound. They play anything other than their hits. Yeah, I actually have the live in Houston album, and the, half of the album is not hits. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, if you like, if you like Journey, I, I would urge you to no, listen. I mean, to I this. like, I like stuff. I, I, I like eighties rock, soft rock, arena, fucking yeah, rock arena shit. rock. Yeah, like I like those like ballads and shit. You don't like, yeah. like I like yeah. Chicago's hits. Yeah. I can listen to those ballads. I can listen to Styx's stuff. I can listen to yep. Journey stuff. I yep. like them, but I'm not going out buying Styx's discography. No one is except for Steve Wright. <laughs> God bless you, Steve. He likes. I didn't realize he was. A big I think he's. I think head. if I if I recall correctly, Stephen, you can correct me if you're listening to this. I thought he said his favorite album of all time. Is the Grand Illusion by Styx, dude? That was one of my albums I got when I was little, and I first had the first ever yeah. Columbia House, and they would send me albums. Yeah, and that came to me in yep. like some fucking like you know I didn't I didn't know you had to stop or they were going to ship you like albums. This is I'm talking I'm like six seven years old. Not this is this is before this your is, college era of of raiding <laughs> Columbia House and BMG and all my fake names like Jorge Plantes. Jorge Plantes. <laughs> Showed <laughs> Ziggy Marley, dude. I got fucking CDs in those names. I addressed to Ziggy Marley. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Number five for me. I'm gonna go to a genre that we both love. And number five for me, I'm taking the great Pearl Jam. Yes. Uh, I mean. They may not be my favorite grunge band, but I i mean, there's so many songs that I love by them. And there's so many albums. Every album has a couple songs that you're like, I got to listen to this. And you go all the way down and you'll find a track that just moves you like breathe. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, just breathe. Excuse me. Not breath. Uh, just breathe. And that's a fucking beautiful song. Beautiful exactly. Song. Things like that will pop up here and there. Yep. I am mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, love boat captain. Great song uh, off a pretty shit. bad album. Yeah, that's what I mean. You'll yeah. still find those fucking yep. hidden gems all over the place. They're this guy. I mean, really, can you find anything all the way up to yield that I, I like an artist as much as I like their first five? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll add to that because they're on my list as well. Pearl Jam, of course. Uh, yeah, I mean, certain albums are obviously stronger than others, but yep. it's 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 Pearl Jam. And again, I again, I think I've mentioned it before. Their latest album, Gigaton, kind of flew under the radar. I think they released one or two singles. It's a good album. It's a really good album. And Lightning Bolt is fucking awesome. Backspacer is fucking awesome. They're 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 still putting out great stuff. Um, but yeah, definitely Pearl Jam is going to be on this list. So, okay. All right, Tom. Let's take a quick little break, and we'll be right back. 
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, so number six for me, I'm going to go to a different genre again. Yep. And I'm going to the beginning and uh, the foundation of real honky-tonk, and that is probably maybe the greatest artist, not the greatest singer. That's George Jones, the greatest singer. Yep. Uh, but the greatest artist in country music, and I love Johnny Cash, but nobody's better or more original than fucking the original Hank Williams. Oh, yeah. I can listen to him. Like all his songs are so stripped down to the bare, bare. You can you can find rock and roll if you stop yeah. listening and move it on over. You can find R and B. You can find the real country music and real hillbilly honky tonk music, all from this one guy who wrote all his songs. Yep. Just a fucking legend. Talk about the Twenty Seven Club. The fucking guy heart just stopped from being such a fucking alcoholic died on yeah. new year's eve going to a concert in the back of a fucking car good for this him fucking drunken fucking fool with talent off the fucking charts yep some of the best lyrics still to this day if, if you want and because you can get great 
greatest hits from him because he didn't yeah. have that many because they weren't doing like albums back then. So you can go out and buy like uh, Hank Williams, 40 greatest hits, listen to that and just have your mind blown and you'll find yourself humming, singing. You're like, wow, this sounds like that's, and you'll realize how many songs and music in any genre took off from Hank Williams. And he's still yep. just fucking legendary to me. Nice. Nice. Uh, my next one I'm going, this is not really breaking any news. It's, you know, everybody knows the band likes the band, loves the band, whatever. And I'm, I'm, but they got to go on a list here and that's Van Halen. And I'm taking the whole discography, the Sammy. Oh, you're not Anthony. allowed. I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm even taking Gary Sharon. Oh, no, you can't like Sammy can't. and David Lee you, Roth. No, no, you have to hate one of the other. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Mel Brooks. Yeah. Dude, that fucking picture. Oh. <laughs> he does <look> like Mel. <laughs> and Ace is over looking at him laughing. Like, hey, 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 Mel. Dude, what do you think about putting me in space balls, too? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm the spaceman. <laughs> Put me in that movie. You call me Doc Helmet. Oh, God. <laughs> Fucking. He, that would, that did look like Mel Brooks. Want to be in your new movie, History of the World, Part 2? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, uh, yeah. Van Halen, I get it. Completely. Get yeah. It. Yep. Um. Again, if you go... And this is a different thing. If you go, you know, the top three, but if you did top five songs of bands, I don't know who's beating out Van Halen's top five songs. That's a good point. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Tom. Jesus Christ, let's Mel. Get, let's get Eddie now <laughs> while he's got the guitar muscle. Come on. <laughs> All right. Number seven for me, I'm going to go with an, art, with an artist that... Uh, it is not on any of our genres so far. And I am going with the temptations. Oh yes. I knew they'd be if there. There's any Motown artists. I love their story. Ever since I watched that fucking, one of the greatest mini series of all time, that temptations movie. I, I didn't, I didn't see it, out. but I, I didn't see it, but I heard it was great. <laughs> we I should was- do a fucking commentary on that. That fucking guy actor Leon playing David Ruffin's hilarious. Yep. Ain't nobody coming to see you. They come yeah. to see me. That's yeah. uh, just off the charts. And they had me go- discover their discography. Uh, one of the best things I have is the box set, the Temptations box set. So fucking good. David Ruffin to me is the best soul singer of all time. Yep. And then you can add in the rest of them and the harmonies and all that shit. And even when when he laughed, you know, and, and they bring in fucking uh, Dennis fucking don't call me green Edwards in. He still comes <laughs> out and starts doing, you know, Papa was a Rolling Stone, yeah. Cloud Nine and other shit, winning Grammys afterwards. Fucking the Temptations. Nobody beat him. Nobody was cooler than them. The look, the style, the class. Oh, just love the temptations. Yep. Nice. All right. Next one for me is a band. Again, talking about discographies. Their most recent album that came out a few years ago was a dud, but that's because they had somebody producing it from a band that shouldn't have been producing it. But other than that, to me, their first three albums are pretty much untouchable. And they did have some hidden gems in the nineties and two thousands. Seen them a bunch of times with Zeus, of course. Yes. And that is Tesla is going on my list here. Another so, an, another band. I just fucking love the sound of Tesla. After Psychotic Supper, I kind of, you know, it just yeah. fell off for me. Yeah. 
Um, they but, put out an album in the nineties. I think it was the, Bust think it the was, nut. <laughs> the fucking album is incredible. It's it, yeah. it that is to me that is almost like Tesla's. Like it's almost like what Revenge was to Kiss is like what Bust a Nut is to Tesla. That album fucking rips, and it got no nowhere because I think it came out in '94 when no one was listening to Tesla at that time. Fantastic fucking record. But they had, they put out a bunch of a bunch of good albums. That album I was mentioning though was Shock, and it was terrible because it was produced by I Phil have Collin that. from. It's awful. It was produced by Phil Collin from Def Leppard. It sounds like a little wimpy. Def Leppard Tesla album and Tesla even acknowledges now since years have passed, they acknowledge now that it wasn't really good. And and I think they're not, they don't blame well, they have 15 fucking layered vocals and Lang oh, style of recording yeah, that and the songs itself are very, very like little kind of light in the ass Def Leppard type shit. It's not a good album yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah, it's really bad. It was a disappointment. But they're especially their first two. I mean, there's some oh, great songs on Untouchable Supper too. Um, great radio fanta- controversy. Oh my oh, god, yeah. fantastic! Yep. yep. All right. Uh, number eight for me. Uh, going back to a genre that most of you guys don't listen to, and that's Dwight Yoakam. Oh, there's your boy. Yep. I uh, I have every one of his forty albums. That I think he has something like that. Yep. So original. So di- writes his own music. Writes his own lyrics own fucking style he can take any fucking class he's done so he's like the johnny cash of this era where you're like i bet you johnny cash never did this song you look it up motherfucker did that song too yeah dwight yoakam has covered a lot of great tracks and everything he does is just his sound it's just so different he and the original track songs he's done he's so different than anybody else that nasally voice that fucking hillbilly rock style of fucking guitar and twang so different from anything else and his contemporaries ahead of everybody vocally musically all that stuff completely different he's got his own different style and i i mean i could go down and listen to a playlist for you yeah every one of his vocals is just off the charts cool as fuck and then you'll see him in a video and like who's that short little ugly bald troll guy <laughs> With a yep. fucking ugly looking face. And you're like, that's Dwight Yoakam, that cool looking guy in that cowboy hat. Yep. Um, and so I don't know. For me, I'm not sure anybody can be as cool in country, especially not now. Well, maybe Tim McGraw. Those two can battle it out. But yep. Dwight Yoakam, I fucking love his music. Love nice. it. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go with somebody that's pretty much the exact opposite of Dwight Yoakam. Uh, a band that wasn't around for that long, but they had a uh couple albums they were all fucking bangers i've seen them in concert a bunch of times my most frightening concert experience was seeing them in the late 90s and that is the great now defunct rage against the machine oh not a lot of albums but every single one of them is an absolute fucking banger unbelievable stuff they kind of hit the ground running and then they just they faded uh they put out a live album they have a couple like live rare type uh compilation type things you can find but another band i just love their fucking sound incredible shit from rage i will give them credit that they are fucking original yep you know, a lot of bands did that rock rap shit yep that doesn't sound like anybody else no because nobody- musically they can fucking do it yes 
Yep. Right. They have a, a unique sound and I'll yep. give them credit for that. Yep. Indeed. All right. Number nine for me is, uh, I mean, I almost put them in my, my top 10. Um, and that is another favorite of mine of the nineties. And that's stone temple pilots. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. I, I absolutely love them. Uh, the music, the vocals, the lyrics, I think that uh, they get sometimes, um, unfortunately, overlooked amongst the great stuff that's out there. But uh, you guys see what I how highly I think of Purple. Yep. And uh, there's some other great tracks and great albums out there. Go listen to that new uh, uh, album that they just put out. It's more acoustic stuff. It's almost like a, a Jar of Flies. A oh, okay. Bit. Okay. Uh, the first track on that fare thee well is so fucking beautiful. I, yeah. I mean, I, wow. So they have, um, unfortunately, uh, you know, they lost Scott Weiland and then they brought in the other guy, uh, Chester, what's his face there? Chester Bennington from, uh, yeah. Park. and then yep. he fucking dies. Yep. And so now you, what you've got is a guy by the name of Jeff gut. I know if he, if Kiss fans found out about this, they'd be like, fake Scott, fake Wyland. <laughs> yeah. He looks like him and he sings like him and yeah. he moves like him. Yeah. But he's really talented. So yeah. I like him. I think he's nice. cool. But, uh, and, and I love how STP is a big, they're all big Kiss fans too. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. Next one on my list. The very first rap band I ever heard in my life. And, it was funny because I just stumbled the fat boys. <laughs> oh God. We're going to have to do a live commentary of their movie disorderlies, which I saw in the theaters. Oh, no. <laughs> is, is that their version of the twist? Come on, baby. <laughs> Terrible. But I stumbled. I accidentally, I stumbled upon a documentary three part series, brand new on Peacock about these guys called the Kings of Queens. And that is Run DMC. Incredible story. And just like every other documentary, three parts. The growth and the rise, them on top of the world, and then kind of them falling back to earth, especially with Jim Master J was murdered. Just fucking horrible tragedy there. But it's a it's awesome about how they started like from the street. They heard what they wanted to be. They became that. And it's there's a really cool part, especially in part two, where it shows how they had to adjust themselves to be relevant in the nineties because music rap obviously changed with, with NWA, with Tupac, with gangster rap, with all the East coast, West coast. And you got these nice guys over here, the run DMC guys doing my Adidas and you be illin. Is that like when Jimmy Fox said, bitch, you Dougie fresh. <laughs> exactly. Yes. With Dougie uh, fresh, cool Modi and all them. Right. Right. But they have, they evolved. And uh, yeah, I, I love those. I've always loved those guys, especially that debut album. Ooh, is that a classic hip hop? treats their people like the hair metal bands yep right when hair yep. metal came out of style when it when gangster rap came in people were like laughing at cool modi ll cool j well they were a fucking laughing stock losers yep. Yep. they weren't selling shit they weren't like yeah they're our elders man we need to respect they're like fuck but, them but <laughs> the cool thing about the horny shit the cool thing about this documentary it has it they have tons of any i mean they have ice cube they have 
all these LL Cool J, all these old school guys, new school guys, brand new guys. They have the beat, the, the surviving members of the Beastie Boys, all talking about the unbelievable influence of that Run yeah, DMC. Of course, had. they're not going to you know, shit just, on them now. No, like, right. Metallica but back then, doesn't need to punch down and beat up great white. Oh. Oh, of course, right? of course, right? right. You know what I mean, yes. nowadays they're all buddies, and they all like, oh yeah, the LA scene, yeah. Yep. But yep. back then, they're oh like, yeah, fuck these guys, yeah. And that's what happened because we used to laugh at that. Like, who's buying a fucking, fucking slick Rick album? I was <laughs> Eric B and Rakim. How don't you dare badmouth paid in full? <laughs> But like people were laughing at that. They were so corny to people. Well, yeah. what was the other one? It was who's down on the positive tip. Fucking what's his name? KRS one. Whatever Ooh, the fuck. Uh, Boogie Down Productions. <laughs> Fucking love those guys, dude. And the other one there. <laughs> Heavy D and the boy. Oh, terrible. 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 <laughs> Never we found love. What do we gotta do? That's terrible. <laughs> what was oh, that other this. song? What was that other song that fat ass had? <laughs> what the the overweight lovers in the house? <laughs> <laughs> what was the other song by by who, Heavy who? D? Is Marquis? Oh Jesus! He was he ended up going on that fucking crack house. Yeah, whatever that fucking. Zoogly Zoo, whatever the fuck that show was. Dude, Remember, he was on crack. Go listen to Just a Friend. You no. think A sounds bad? Yeah. No, but what was that you fucking? Oh, he was on Yo Gabba Gabba. That's what it was. <laughs> Would you say Zoogly <laughs> Zoogly Zoo? Whatever. Of course. <laughs> Henrietta Hippo and Freddie the Frog. You remember them? Uh, yes, unfortunately, I do. <laughs> yes, but Yo Gabba Gabba with the other guy in the red suit and the one dildo guy. He was yes. red. He looked like a fucking Spike dildo. Spike dildo. That other one that didn't have fucking elbows. The <laughs> yeah. object moved. The green guy, and he was always nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Right, well, that was great while you changed it around. Known professionally as Heavy D, Jamaican-born American rapper. And actor. He was in a lot of TV shows and movies. He was terrible. He was not good. He was not good. What was his other big hit? What? Don't curse the posse cut with like 10 other guys? <laughs> what? The- well, now that we found love, what was his other song? The Overweight Lover. No. I don't know, dude. Hold on. I didn't. I was not a fan of his shit. <laughs> I got nothing but love for you, baby. Oh, there's another good one. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing but love. Yeah, I mean, it's not as good as basketball by Curtis Blow. Who's the other fat guy? Oh, fat Joe. What's that? Fat Joe. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll do a hip hop retrospective sometime soon. Fat Joe. Fat Joe. You just, that's when you just give up on your name. Hey, what do you, what do you want to call it? You want it like some kind of cool name like uh, Slick Rick or Cool Modi? Dynamite oh, or fucking The Rock or this and that. Grand, no, no, no. Grand, How about Grand, Fat Joe? You want like Grandmaster Flash or anything like that? Like Jam Master J? How about Fat Joe? Or someone just simply said, which guy are you talking about? Oh, you mean Fat Joe? Oh, that's your name, motherfucker. <laughs> that's the one. That's the one. That's what they want. All right. So you All got right. Run DMC. All right. My yep. last one, Tom. Yep. Yep. Uh, almost squeaked in. Yep. Uh, before. And I've got a, a lot of love for him lately because... Uh, there's a lot of talk of career, kind of like a retrospect tour and all that other shit going on. And the anniversary of the debut album, that's Bon Jovi. 
Oh yeah. Um, I would say Bon Jovi, my love for them up to New Jersey was as good as any love I had for Kiss. At one really? Point. Bon wow. Jovi was, I mean, and it's so in a heterosexual way. Well, uh, yeah, those, those wild hickory nuts can get you going. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But to me, I was one of the guys that liked Bon Jovi. I, yeah. As I was talking, I think it was with Tony. I love to vacation fucking Musalem. Yeah, I had the like the VHS that came out of all their videos before Slippery When Wet uh, yeah. came out. Yeah, so it had like Silent Night and fucking Runaway and all that other shit. Hardest part of the night, I think the other one was. I forget, but regardless, no she don't know me. The original cut with the Mexican guy oh. with the fucking with the knife, terrible <laughs> that they cut out in the other video. Ugh. Anyways, um, I fucking loved it. Hooky pop. To me, nothing is as quintessential hard rock in the 80s as John Bon Jovi's band, Bon Jovi. That music was catchy as all fuck. Richie Sambora's guitar, I fucking loved. Perfect songs Mm -hmm. that made the radio. And then they became so big that everybody loved them. And they took my band away from me. And then he made the smart business decision to be like... You know what? Grunge is going to kill us. I need to go to the adult contemporary country style of music. That's right. To make a second career. And he did. Yep. Okay. So all those people that give shit to all those other people. Hey, Def Leppard needs like three other acts to do what he, what he Bon Jovi can still do right now on his own. Yeah, that's true. Right. Bon Jovi yep. can do that on his own. He's one of the few guys that can go say, okay, Metallica, you want to play that stadium? I'll play that stadium. Yeah. Anybody else from that era? No, no, no. Maybe Iron Maiden in Europe. They ain't doing it here. Mm, no, because if Iron Maiden's touring here, they're going to have somebody pretty big opening up for them. They're going to be yeah, like a, they, like they a, almost like a Metallica type stadiums. Oh, fuck no. Nobody That's is. That's what I'm saying. But they no. could yeah, yeah. maybe in Europe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're much bigger there. But anyways, for yeah. me, Bon Jovi yeah. fucking love all their original albums. And uh, Never, that's a band that just. It's kind of never got I it. I, I like I like I like the hits from Slippery When Wet, but never got into Bon Jovi. And I love the, the I love Slippery When Wet. Fucking obviously killer and album. To but me, like Slippery When Wet is 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 similar, but it changed the style because Desmond comes in. Yes, than the original hard rock blue collar type of music that the original first yeah. two albums yeah. had. Well, they saw the love dollar them. signs. They saw yeah, yeah they got to do the right love thing. Them. Like, yeah, how do you how do you like listen to like the songs the hits off of Slippery and Wet in New Jersey? Yeah, and not be like these guys are like fucking geniuses on yes. how to write a song that'll get on the radio that yep. boys can like when the girls aren't when no one's looking. Yep, and girls absolutely adore. And plus Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, the fucking most like, handsome man. I know, I know. It didn't hurt that Richie was a good looking guy too. Mm-hmm. Now the rest of the band. Who Tico Torres? <laughs> he's not a good-looking guy. Is that why he's behind the drum kit? <laughs> no, and the fake basses that didn't play on any albums, but they had him for the the look, like Greg Brady and the Johnny Bravo. Johnny, hey, get over there! Pretend yeah. you're slapping the bass. We got Hugh McDonald. He played on all the albums. They fucking wouldn't put him in any of the videos or tour. Oh, anyways, Bon Jovi's my tenth. All right, I'm going to finish off with a band that almost squeaked into my original top 10, but didn't. Seen them in concert uh, last summer. Seen them again. uh, Actually, seen them again next month. 
forgot all about this. Time's creeping up on me. Um, a band where their early, early discography was not my style. They grew into themselves. And now to me, they're fucking untouchable. And that is Avenged Sevenfold. Of course, these guys absolutely fucking tear the place down. Saw them last summer, seeing them next month. Uh, their last album, a lot of people still can't wrap their arms or their ears around it. I have grown to absolutely love it for what it is. But go back and listen to Hail of the King, their self-titled White Album, the Nightmare Album, all that shit. Fucking incredible shit. Hard, heavy, brutal, but at the same time, they can be extremely melodic with one of the greatest lead vocalists out there right now. Avenged Sevenfold fucking crushes. I know. Um, yep. I, I'll tell you, we did the album. I liked it. I didn't fall in love with it. I bet you if I gave him more, more like... Uh, of a chance i probably would fall in love with it but that yep. i mean i love that hail to the king song yeah watch your tongue or have it cut from your head exactly great Calm opening lyric the fuck down settle down m shadows oh, oh, oh okay <laughs> okay sinister gates Ooh. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm gonna put you up against heavy d and the boys in a battle royal <laughs> I got nothing but love for you, honey. And that's going to stay in your fucking head <laughs> now. Terrible. I got nothing but love for you. Ugh, yuck. What was he called? The overweight, oversized the over, lover? The, the overweight lovers in the house. That's a song. Awful. Awful. M-E-D and the boys. <laughs> with a spell with a Z. Don't forget. B-O-Y-Z. <laughs> he had guys in like cardigans, like dancing in the background. Yeah, and, he, and he was wearing like, like, like. Like plus size jabos. Yeah, like, well, like, you know, not jabos, geranimals, whatever those those fucking quarterback fucking pants. The fucking quarterback commercial with the fucking print ad where they all had the fucking well, Tuskins? Whatever. Remember all the quarterbacks had those fucking Oh, 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 you said, did you say Garanimals? You that's like fucking kids' school. You took you mean like Zubaz. Remember that fucking print ad? Yeah, like Boomer Sison. That's like Dan Marino, Bernie Cosa with his fucking afro and his Esther Verdi, Jim Everett. Remember that? And they all had like the colored pants that matched their teams. You the matched Zubaz. That's those. Yes, yes, he had those, and 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 his buddies all would have them. They're all in the cardigans. Would like the MC Hammer. We found love. Oh God! Fucking oh. brutal. Oh, oh man. Well, we hope you enjoyed the list. I uh, hope it gives you guys an insight into what kind of music we like and and the stuff that we talk about on the show. So, till next time, guys. Peace out, Girl Scouts. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 